Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And happy first episode of 2021. I'm glad you're here. I'm very glad you're here, actually. And I just wanted to extend a little invitation to say hello to me. If you are a fan of the podcast, a new listener to the podcast, I love hearing from podcast listeners. So drop me a message in Instagram and just let me know how you are. Let me know who you are. Let me know what you love about the podcast or maybe what you would like to hear more of. I love getting to connect with you all. All right, so here we go. First episode of 2021. And I am someone that it's like a blessing and a curse, but <laughs> anytime I see everyone doing something, I my innate action or reaction is to want to do the complete opposite. It is the rebel tendency within me, and it is something that drove my mother insane because I would always ask her, like, what do you think? What what do you think I should do? <laughs> and finally, she got to the point where she was like, I'm not telling you because you never listen. <laughs> And it's so true. It is so true. But that honestly is something that I really love about coaching and just mindset work and and the type of coaching that I do too is it's not just do this, do that, do this, do that. Because I mean, nobody knows truly, truly nobody knows better than you do. Nobody knows what you need. Nobody knows how you should feel. Nobody knows what you should eat. Nobody knows how you should live better than you do. The problem is it's loud out there. You can't go very far without someone telling you to do something, eat something, move your body this way, leave that guy, stay in this relationship, put your money here, save your money like this, don't spend your money like this. There's all this noise telling us what we should and shouldn't do. And this isn't all bad. I mean, hello, I'm like the queen of of self-help books and, and personal growth and learning about your mind and yourself. So good on you for taking action and doing something. But this podcast episode is all about you being more you. I thought about doing a goal-setting podcast. Here's why I really didn't do a goal-setting podcast. I was just going to tell you something that wasn't really the truth, but <laughs> if you've listened to this podcast for a while or you know anything about me, I'm I'm pretty honest. Uh so I don't know why I wasn't going why I was going to do a podcast episode about goal setting when it's not really authentic to me and where I'm at, but it's just traditional goal setting ways have never really worked for my brain. They create more anxiety. And as a coach that works with the brain and mindset and thinking, I know obviously that it is my thinking about goal setting. That is what the the big issue is. But I've tried doing the traditional goal setting 
you know, like, what do you want to do in your first quarter of business? Or what do you want to do within 2021? Or what are you going to do over the next eight weeks? Or even, even competing in races. I get so much anxiety when I set these goals that it takes away all the joy. That could be my perfectionistic tendencies popping through. It could be my all or nothing thinking coming out loud and proud. But for whatever reason, it doesn't work for me. It's not enjoyable. And if there's something I know about myself, I want to enjoy what I'm doing. And that doesn't mean everything has to be easy because I enjoy doing extremely hard things. But there's a difference between the feeling of doing something from pressure, from making a goal from the place of inadequacy or scarcity or insufficiency versus making a goal from curiosity, excitement, fun, just pure fun. And when I set goals for myself, they tend to come, you know, in the past, in the past, they have generally came from those first places that I was mentioning, insufficiency, lack, inadequacy. So while I was listening to podcasts on goal setting and just kind of seeing what else was out there, I was so over it. I was like, God, if I have to listen to one more fucking person tell me how to set goals, I'm going to die. So I'm not doing that today. I'm not doing that to you today. And if you relate to what I'm saying, you're not alone. You're not crazy. I'm right there with you. So, so if you love goal setting though, by all means, carry on, do your thing. They're not bad. They're not good. It's just not what I'm into at this point. Not to say I won't. I'm all about personal growth, obviously. But if you're someone that is finding yourself in the same position that I had been for a while where setting goals for yourself just wasn't really working anymore. You found yourself using the goals against you more than for you. They started feeling pressured. They started feeling exhausting. They started feeling stressful. Keep listening to this episode. So going into 2021, the title of this podcast is New Year, More You, meaning less spending all of this energy going around in life trying to do and please and accommodate and show up and fill in all the gaps in all of the, all of the situations that you think everyone needs you to be doing and to start showing up more you. So how do we do this? Well, for any habit change or any personal growth or any change of any kind, really, we have to start by seeing where we're at. We, we need to know what we're currently doing because if we aren't aware of what we're doing, how we're doing it, when we're doing it, why we're doing it, it's going to be a lot more difficult to make the change. You don't always have to know the, the background of it all, but in this case, it's, it's helpful 
Because what I want you to do going into this year, especially these first, you know, month, couple months of the new year, is to start evaluating where you are now. If you're someone who has some ambitions for this year, you have some goals and some dreams for yourself, you want to show up differently. Maybe it's not something you can really put in a hard and fast rule, like a smart goal, you know, uh, sensible, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. But it's, I want to be more flexible, like mentally flexible. I want to be less of a people pleaser. I want to show up more confident. So if you have quote goals like that for 2021, the first thing I want you to do is start noticing when you're doing it now. And to do that, what I would encourage you to do is get out a pen and paper And you may be able to do this just right now, like right after this episode, or over the next couple weeks or couple months, do this in the evening with a journal. But look at your day, look at your life, look at where you are in life, your relationships, the way you eat, the way you move your body, the way you show up for relationships, the job that you're in, the clothes that you wear. Why? Why are you doing these things? Do you like them? Does it feel good? Is it fun? Is it enjoyable? Is it who you want to be? Because those are all who you are now. And if you want to become someone different, if you want to show up to life in a different way, you're going to need to take some different actions or have some new thoughts. Because what I teach in coaching is our thoughts predict our actions. But sometimes you can have the same action. An example that I will give is, you know, five or 10 years ago, my exercise was solely fueled by self-hate. It was solely fueled by calorie burn. It was solely fueled by how is this going to make me smaller? How is this going to change the way that I look? So I still exercise today. I still eat vegetables. I still drink water. But today, it's fueled from the place of I genuinely want to feel good. I value my health. I enjoy having regular bowel movements or whatever, whatever it is. I want the feeling that exercise and eating vegetables gives to me. So the action is still the same, but the place that it's coming from is very different. So to relate this back to you and your life, you can use that exact same example that I just gave you. But when you pull out your pen and paper and you're kind of taking inventory of your current life or your current day, ask yourself, why? Why am I doing this? If there wasn't a right or a wrong path, what would I be doing 
do I really want to do this? Or one of my favorites says who? You shouldn't eat this. You should eat that. You shouldn't show up that way. You should be more fun. You should be more serious. You should work more. You should work less. You should be more feminine. You should be more masculine. You should be, I mean, good God, the list is endless. Says who? Is this something that you want to do? Or is this an expectation you have put onto yourself that you don't even want anymore? Or maybe it is a direction that you now want to be going in. So the whole purpose of this episode is to get you to just slow down for half a second and to start asking yourself why. To start evaluating your life today And thinking about where you want to be at the end of the year or in five years. You know, I'm not a a big, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, I'm not a big goal setter. I can't really, they don't, traditional goal setting just doesn't really work for me. But I, I do think that there is a certain new energy shift that happens in the new year, like a new leaf, a clean slate, even though it's like nothing, it's just the sun came back up. (laughs) But I think if you have a little bit of uh, like an extra oomph in you, pounce on it, you know, strike when the iron's hot and ask yourself these questions. Start really looking at your life and asking yourself why. Because what I know about so many of you is that you go through life at this point kind of on autopilot. I I know this because I work with a lot of women just like you, and I ask them questions like, why? Do you want to do this? If there wasn't a right or a wrong path, would you still do this? If you could not fail, what would you do? Says who? And it breaks their brain a little bit. And that is what I want for you is to just start getting curious and asking yourself these questions to also break your brain to let you know there's a different way. Because like I said, that autopilot is, it's pretty deeply ingrained and we're like, I don't know, I just do it because that's what I'm supposed to do. And that's what society says. And I need a good job and I need benefits and you're supposed to get married and you're supposed to have kids and you're supposed to have a lot of friends and you're supposed to go out at night and be social and have blah, 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 blah. All of those things that you just may not want to do. I'm going to share with you a couple of mine moving into this year. So a lot of people out there ask, like, what is your word? What is your word of the year? Or what is your intention of the year? And I can kind of get behind that. However, I'm going to forget in like 48 hours. <laughs> so if I do something like that, I need to have post-its everywhere because I will forget like, oh yeah, I forgot I was working on that, uh, which is fine. I think that a lot of people are like that too, where you just, you need the constant reminders or um, something that I also do actually do is put reminders in my phone. Uh, I have clients do this too. If they're like, I need you to take a lunch. Cause that's an old, you know, if, if someone is working on taking more time for themselves, they have this belief that they have to work through lunch. I can't, I don't have time to take a meal. I'm like, that's such bullshit. You have time. Do you want to? 
And this is, again, I'm turning it back on you. Do you want to? If you want a different result, you have to be willing to take different actions. And so I will have them set a timer in their phone to remind them, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm taking a lunch, 15 minutes to inhale a sandwich, right? Setting those new reminders and and new ways of existing in your life. So for me, uh, I'm in a group and the leader, I guess you could call her, of the group asked what our word or intention was for the year. And I said, self-trust. I think probably a lot of my listeners and just friends and family and people that meet me think I'm so confident and just never have any self-doubt and think I just always show up just unapologetically me. And I mean, that's kind of true. That's It's not totally off. But also, I mean, I'm a human too. And I have the same thoughts and fears as you guys do, which is, what are people going to think? What are people going to say if I show up like this? But what I notice in myself is that when I become more me, I attract more of what I genuinely want. So while I can put on the front of being whoever, super professional, super polished, super smart, super this, super that, it feels off. Not wrong or bad necessarily, but not quite right. Not like a perfectly fitting shoe where you just put it in and you're like, yes, this is it. Or the perfect dress or the perfect love, whatever, that fits just right. It's always like a little too much room there or a little uncomfortable there. And it's just, it's it's extra hard. It's extra hard to maintain something that isn't 100% you. And so my focus and my intention for this year is self-trust. Trusting that for me to show up as me, some people may leave, some people may find me, and both of those are fine. We get so hung up on wanting everyone to like us. And it's, (laughs) I made a post about this on Instagram. Like, can you imagine if everyone that we met liked us? That would be horrible. I mean, God, your life would be so full and you'd be so busy. Also, for the record, you don't even like you all of the time. Am I right? Like, come on, people just aren't going to like you. And when you become more you, the whole purpose of this podcast episode, when you step into more you, some people are going to drop off. And this is something you need to work with being okay on. Something that I found to be very helpful in some of my coaching groups is uh, people will bring up when they get haters on their content or in their emails or just unsubscribe from their email lists. And we celebrate that. What a perception shift, right? We celebrate that because that means you are vibrating at a higher frequency. You are showing up as more you. And the people that don't fully love, accept, and embrace you can leave. That's okay. Great. 
more room for the people that love you. So know that this could happen as you go through this year and you start asking yourself these questions of, do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to keep spinning out in my brain over what I said in a meeting three weeks ago? So again, the first step is awareness. The second step is starting to do something different. So if you are a worrier and you freak out about something you said in a meeting a couple of weeks ago or a text you sent or an outfit you wore or a thing you said, whatever, your normal way of being is to freak out, to panic, to ruminate, to spin out in your head, to talk to all of your friends about it, to reread whatever it was, to relive whatever it was, and just kind of like keep kicking yourself while you're down. And you do this because you've trained yourself to do so. It feels like the right thing to do. It feels like the only thing to do. But when you start going through these questions, why? Is this really serving me? Is this what I really want to do? Is this really helping me become the person that I want to become? And if the answer is no, or if it's something you've always done and you know that it's not going to get you where you want to be, you have to do something different. So in the cases of worry, something that I have found to be extremely helpful is to kind of talk to myself like I'm, I'm two people, right? And I, I kind of am. I'm constantly in a state of growth. So it's the old me. It's the Renee of 30 seconds ago versus the Renee from five minutes from now or the Renee five years from now. Does she spend time worrying about this? No, she doesn't. That's not how she spends her energy. She can have she can have understanding. She can have some regret. Sure. She's not like a robot, but she doesn't spend her days ruminating about something she just can't control. She has some compassion for herself. So to start bringing that in for you, you have to be willing to do something different. So I, I think about that past Renee and I'm like, oh, that's what I normally do. Like, this is my MO. This is quote, what I've always done. This is just what I do. And be willing to do something different. Like, oh, okay, I hear it. I hear the anxiety. I hear the panic. I hear the fear. I feel that this is very important and that I should spend a lot of time focusing on it. And I'm not going to. And I'm going to just try something different, maybe just this one time. And if I want to go back to it, I can. This is something I tell clients a lot because we fear like, oh my God, if I decide to do something different, I'm stuck like this forever. Nope. You can always go back to your old ways if you want. Just try it. Just try it a few times and see if you start to notice a difference. All right, my friends. I hope that this year you become more you. I hope you start to get a little bit more curious about what you really want to do, how you really want to spend your time, who you want to spend time with, what you want to focus on. Because just because it's something you've always done or someone you've always been does not at all mean 
You have to keep doing it. You can change your mind. You can shift gears. You can change directions any time that you want. So I hope you'll go back through this and write down those questions that I gave to you and you know, start checking in with yourself either right now after this episode or over the next couple of weeks. Play out your day. Why did I do that? Why am I going to the gym? Why do I wear these clothes? Why am I in this relationship? And if you love your reason, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's truly all that matters. If you genuinely love your reason, do it. But if you don't, if there's like a little, oh, well, it's not really what I want to be doing, but I feel like I have to and I feel like I shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. that, my friend, is where your work is. All right. I look forward to connecting with you on Instagram, and I hope you had a great first, of, first week of the year, and I will be back with you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.